0: welcome to another episode of the driftcast i am your host Kali, and i am joined by a prestigious panel tonight we have matt what's up matt evening and also joining us is joe proving he hasn't he's not dead yet what's up uh- joe <laughs>
1: I am, in fact, not dead. Uh, <laughs> it's nice to be able to record something, uh, especially this show. I love recording with you guys, and I love this show. And uh, yeah, we're like extremely inconsistent with our recording schedule. Sorry for that, guys. Uh, I'm, it's been, been about an episode every other month now at this point. We'll try to get on some sort of monthly schedule. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It's almost
2: like we're adults or something, and we have stuff going on in our lives.
1: Uh, I mean, we saved the best for today, though, because, man, what a fucking direct that was.
0: (sighs) All right. Now, before we get into our stuff, uh, let's do our usual toast. We want to toast to our Patreon producers. We have MZ Nitro. My name is Effing Mayo and Sadik. Let's also toast to this wonderful, wonderful direct.
1: Oh, my God. So good. Anything
0: else you guys like to toast to before I crack open this delicious water?
2: I just want to comment. Oh, go ahead, Matt. Go. I was going to say congrats to Joe and his wife celebrating a recent anniversary.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, sir.
2: And uh. toasting to Jim's birthday tomorrow. Yeah.
1: I just want to say how Sadduck's name sounds like the sweetest, like, like, either, like, British, not British, but maybe like German or Austrian death metal band? SADIC! Yeah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, let's get this party started.
1: Gatorade. Doesn't really make a slurping noise, but... Um. Mm.
0: Hmm. So. Let's start with what we've been playing. Uh, Joe, man, we haven't heard from you in a while. What have
1: you been playing? A lot of stuff on my Switch, so it's a good, good thing, you know. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Mar- Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I think it's like Black Order is the name of it, I think. I'm not 100% sure. It's kind of sad since I've been pumping so much time, I don't even know the actual name of the game. But I'm really loving it. Um, I'm playing as an all-female team right now. So I'm playing as right now. I just unlocked, I just unlocked Psylocke, so I started playing as Psylocke today. She's, she's badass. Who is your I'm team? Psylocke, um Black Widow was my team, so I swapped out Black Widow for Silock. So I have Silock, Spider Gwen, um, Captain Marvel, and the fourth is Scarlet Witch. And they do a lot of damage. And the game is very different because it's not like each character levels up individually. Well, they do, but like the iso, uh, the isotope like sphere things, and then like your other your other, like, uh, ability grid, where, like, you unlock, like, each tiny ability with, like, money and stuff, it makes the game, like, so dynamic. And the fact that they actually didn't do the thing they always do in every Ultimate Alliance game, where they power level your characters as you play, like, all the, le- all the characters level with each character, they don't do that in this one. So, like, it, it, it creates, like, a massive amount of replay value. And for someone like me, that's, like, really dangerous. Because I can play this game forever, just, like, leveling up all the different superheroes.
2: I... I... I stopped playing that a while ago. I never actually finished the game because I found it, like, too basic compared to the earlier Ultimate Alliances.
1: The control scheme's, like, really terrible on the Switch because of the way you have to, like, press the bumper. And if you ever play in handheld and you ever hold a Switch, it's not... It's really awkward to press, like, the left or right bumper and then try to press other buttons at the same time with your hands. It's, like, not ergonomically, like proper i don't know how to put that in like the best terms but like it's like really difficult and i don't have like small hands my hands are like decent size so i can hold the switch and it's pretty comfortable and i would say like if you ever have an oled oled gives you like that extra inch and a half and you know an extra inch you know it's a good thing right but but that extra like inch or like half an inch really makes a difference with holding a switch like I don't have to put like a uh, like a grip on this because like, it has like just enough extra room that my hands fit like perfectly on it, which which I couldn't do with the old switch. Like I would get hand cramps from playing it for extended periods of time. I don't have that with the OLED like at all. Like I don't know if you experience the same issues, Matt, like with the old switch compared to the new one. But I don't get like any discomfort playing for extended periods of time.
2: So. <sighs> I, I, I don't even I haven't even tried the OLED so I can't comment on to the comfortability compared to the old one I do know like when I play Monster Hunter playing handheld is kind of rough given the size of the buttons and some of the combos you need to do if... but going back to Marvel Ultimate Alliance I think my biggest pet peeve was the team up powers just don't have that same oomph that the earlier ones did they're harder uh, to pull off too like, they're a lot harder
1: to pull off. That's obvious. No, in the way, like, the, the way the controls work, like, even the, even, like, the dual powers you have to do to, like, unlock certain areas, like, I'm, like, fuddling with the controls to figure out, to remember how to do it. And, like, there's not really great tutorials in that game. Like, they happen so fast that you, like, you either miss it or you don't pay attention. It's, like, over. I will say the voice acting in that game and the storyline is really good. I think it's probably the best. It's probably the best storyline in any Ultimate Alliance game, except for the second one the civil Blah, war story one the second one what
2: happened Do you play any of those
0: i have the third one and i keep trying to get into it and i i, I have trouble getting into it i have it on switch Everyone, should I... we should
1: I all team up and play it together.
2: yeah we should all play we it, all together. All have it
1: yeah we should play it we can all get a plus 2 we can all get it done and get a plus 2
2: what's a plus 2 yeah
1: you don't you don't that's right exactly this guy. <laughs> this guy this guy <laughs> <laughs> but I really do like the game. And it's and it's not ugly on handheld. I feel like it plays it's plays smoothly. It reacts well to being in handheld mode, which a lot of games don't on the Switch. Like a lot of games struggle in handheld or they have, you know, slowdown. I feel like this one doesn't have as much noticeable slowdown, but like I'm never a slowdown kind of guy anyway. Like it's, like come on, I play Muso games on a Switch and enjoy it for hundreds of hours. That's to tell you I really don't care about frame rate.
2: Like at all. Get your glasses.
1: What happened? How thick are
2: your glasses?
1: Apparently thick enough that slowdowns bothered me. <laughs> I mean I'm also, I'm also the kid that can watch like those Japanese anime shows that would like give people seizures, but I watch those without a problem. So maybe it's just the way my eyes work and I don't I don't really like have have issues with slowdown. Um I don't want to like talk about much from the direct, but I did play the Stella um, the Harvest Stella demo. And I, I love this game, like, already. I already did from the trailer, but, like, this, like, kind of drove it home that it's a day one purchase for me. It's, okay. your, it's your typical farming-slash-RPG game, which there's, like, a thousand of those in this Direct, but... And people made fun of it, and it's, like, how many farms could a farming sim farm if a farming sim could farm sims? Apparently a lot for Nintendo. But it's got a really cool story, and I can't wait to talk more about this game when it comes out. I don't really want to talk too much about it, like, right now, because I want people to go experience it for themselves. You get to play the first uh, two chapters, and then you get to play... Or you get to play till 15 days pass in the game. So it's whatever you want to do. Do you want to have 15 days pass and, like, build up your stuff? Or do you want to progress the story to past chapter two? Okay. You have either choice. So it, like, kind of limits your demo. Like, you can't just do whatever you want to do as long as you want to do it. Not, like... (laughs) <laughs> not like the how they did the broken demo with uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity, where you could like literally max your character out in the demo and then start the game and just blast through it, because you could just keep leveling. Like you could, you could just keep doing the levels over and over and over and over, and over again. So, uh, I played a little bit of Fire Emblem: uh, Three Houses because that game friggin' rules, and I can play it every day, all day, and not get tired of it. Um, I started playing with my second house. I played first time I played through. I played with Golden Deer. Clyde, who did you play through when you beat it? The
0: blue people.
1: <laughs> oh, the golden deer. I'm sorry, I didn't play the golden deer. I'm playing with the golden deer now. Those are the blue people, I believe. And then, no, the,
0: no, the golden deer are the yellow and black.
1: Then who the hell are the blue ones? Fucking oh, the lion people, right?
0: And eh, possibly yeah.
1: Yeah, I I felt that game. The only downside to that game is it just took too long to play it once that I had no desire to go back and play it a second or third time. Which is kind of rare for Fire Emblem game, because most Fire Emblem games, I will go back and play them multiple times. But this one, it was just like, I don't really want to play this again, because I feel like not enough changes from story to story. Well, at least fast enough for me. So, Clyde, did you ever go back and play a second run through that, or did you just stop at your one playthrough and then just stop?
0: I didn't, but I will tell you this. Not all of the playthroughs are the same hours.
1: So, like, they're shorter? Yes. I wonder if I wonder if Edelgard's story is like the like biggest story because it took me like a good sixty hours to beat that shit. It was like long. Yeah. Like and her story was awesome. Like the 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 black dragon story was really cool. Like I liked it a lot.
0: Now here's my question for you. Sure. Since you're replaying it, are you <laughs> manually doing all of the um? teachings or are you just letting the computer take care of it auto
1: yeah i couldn't go i i couldn't just manual them this time and honestly i'm doing um i'm doing a new game new game plus so like my professor like stuff say like comes through the next game so like i can power level these fuckers real quick because like i could teach them way more than i could teach them if it was like the beginning of the game so so i have an advantage like already and then I'm trying to do, a, and then I'm trying to do a challenge run on another save file in that game where I'm just beating it with um, the main protagonist, and that's it. And it's difficult because there's there's some spots where there's like, I don't know, they made this game really weird where it's not made like most Fire Emblem games where there's like the the maps aren't strategic at all. Like there's not like choke points on the maps, and there's not like different areas. It's really weird. If you play Fire Emblem, you understand what I'm saying, but like for the most part, like most Fire Emblem maps have like choke points or places where you can like kind of like funnel enemies in and take them out one by one and strategically play that way. Like I feel like the way that they made three houses is they kind of just made the map and they're like, "Hey, let's just paint shit over the top of it." It's all just flat. The terrain really doesn't matter. There's not like bridges of water that like stop you from going anywhere. It's like, here, "Here's kind of like a flat map." And like some places you can go on, and other places you can't. It just looks like everything's like painted on top of it. It doesn't look like if you look at the trailer for um, Engage, which is coming out. Like we'll talk more about it later, but it's it's definitely looks like they're going back to the old style of Fire Emblem, which I'm kind of excited about.
0: Yeah, I was just having a conversation with my friend Jerry, and I was like, "Yeah, this wasn't this is like with every evolution of the game." Because he asked me, "With the new Engage, are we going to have multiple storylines?" We were talking about that, and no. Not really. I was no really like, oh, no surprise me after the last couple ones oh
1: no. and- it, it looks like it's one it looks like it's one path but well again again let's not let's not put the cart before the horse let's stay on target as they say as they would say in star wars stay on target uh that's pretty much all i played this week except for like playstation stuff we don't really talk about that here so matt what have you been playing
2: so i've been doing a whole hell of a lot of monster hunter rise sunbreak because i've just become the lead hunter in our group helping everybody else get through those missions uh how many times have you and jim cursed for me not being around to give you guys all the buffs and things you need
0: oh all the time that's what i thought we did
2: yeah, no, if I'm not there, obviously, hunts don't go as well, I've been told. No, no, uh,
0: no, no let, let me explain this to you, uh, Joe. His character is Hunting Horns, and the Hunting Horns have gotten so good that not only can the monsters roar not bother you, it also means that your, uh, your weapon permanently stays sharpened so you never have to sharpen throughout the whole entire hunt.
1: So he just breaks the game for you guys, what you're saying
0: no because of course the monsters are fucking ridiculously hard now but it does help but like you do an arena quest with him and then you never have to sharpen to an arena quest
1: oh jesus god
0: that's it's just so nice it's just so nice
2: They, they just made the hunting horn so much fun in this game I get to fly around the arena I get to do uppercuts with it I can kill monsters with the power of rock and that's basically the entire reason I play it now.
0: And then on top of that, uh, they made it so you can quick switch between your uh, between your, like, your what's the word I'm looking for, Matt? Like, the different Switch skills. Uh, Your switch skills. You know how you have your switch skills? You can have two different types of switch skills. Oh, that's
1: really really helpful.
0: Well, for me, it really isn't, because I didn't like the ones before, and I haven't really gotten any to like try but matt switches between his and the ability to heal everybody
2: oh that's cool plus they made a gem that i was able to make now literally called doot range so now my songs affect a wider range of my field so you don't have to be as close to me for my buffs to affect you that's that seems very useful.
1: Um how many hours have you put into Sunbreak, would you say?
2: Sunbreak probably over 200 now because I Holy
1: was shit.
2: just a little under 200 on Base Rise and I'm I'm closing in on 400 hours total Holy
1: so. shit.
2: It's, so
1: did you Matt, did you make every armor set yet? Have you finished that task or Are you still are you still on, no, that, are you still I'm on st- that task?
2: I'm still on that task because they keep releasing more freaking monsters. <laughs> they they just, at the end of August, released Title Update 1, with, which gave us Lucent Narga Gold Rathian, and Silver Rathalos.
1: So you can make and, a Gold Rathian set yep. of armor?
2: Yep. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. And now Title Update 2 is coming at the end of September, which is going to give us Violet Itsuzune, Flaming Espinus, and. Arisen camellios so there's going to be even more stuff to do along there. Uh, it, I've started breaking out into the switch axe as well for some of the lower hunts that I know everybody doesn't necessarily need. The extra How do you feel?
1: How, how do you feel with the switch axe? Are you still getting? Are you still getting your bearings? Or do you feel comfortable yet?
2: Oh, I'm good with it. It's I'm zero sum discharging all over the monster's face all day long. Fucking awesome, dude. It's so, it's so much so fun, forward. and they they gave some new switch skills to it where like i just barrel forward and swing the axe like it's a uh, a giant scythe because a lot of the monsters now this switch axe looks like a scythe that's cool
1: though because like i know that was an issue before where like you would have that like that kind of like delay between like switching and like between it actually activating and being able to like land the attack so like i'm glad that they kind of took that away
2: so I made a bunch of armor skills to include Red morph and power up charging. So I'm just either swinging away all the time, or I'm in sword mode and I'm building up my zero sum discharge. It's sword so sick, which output is stupid.
1: I know, I know. It's like welcome, welcome to Team Switch Axe.
2: Yep. Oh please, dude! I, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm, also, I'm also starting to. I've started to make a couple charge blades because I want to get back into that. Because uh, they're, okay,
1: they're okay, they're okay, you know. Yeah, well, again, I want to get back to longsword. I want to get. I want to get back to playing longsword. Honestly, like it's been yeah, so weep. long since I played longsword. You know, longsword's great. Longsword's great. It's got so many advantages. I hit nice. shit from far away.
2: The nice thing is. With me playing the hunting horn Kalai plays the insect glaive So she has the cutting potential And she's flipping and flying all around the ring Getting the monster's attention Allowing me to do what I need And Jim's just in the back plinking away With a light bow gun Keeping at range Hitting the monster with other status effects It's, it's, we've got a very good group going
1: Sounds good, man I'm glad you guys are, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it So much I still need to beat the base game I'm sad.
2: Yes. Well, just let us know when, and we will be more so, than happy to jump on. on. Of,
1: it's on my list. my list of things to do. I I made a list the other day of like After all the switch, switch games of all the, n- well that there's that those are on there. But like I really need to tackle a lot of switch games. Like I know I need to beat Octopath because the second one's coming out. So like I got to beat it. But I've really been oh shit. You know what I forgot to talk about? I've been playing a lot of Xenoblade too. Like a lot of it. Like I played. I, I put another like thirty five hours in.
2: Such a good and, game it really is have you played that yet matt i've played xenoblade 2 i got stuck at certain points so i gave up on it just like (laughs) i did xenoblade cross uh, as well uh, as uh, Xenoblade chronicles 1
1: the fucking map the fucking map doesn't help anyone that game like
2: it really doesn't it doesn't and how many times i've fallen to my death because i'm like oh let me just go this way nope nope that's to your death or like hey
1: like it, it only says i'm like 400 feet away yeah, 400 feet away in the opposite direction or up or down, but it doesn't tell me that. It just tells me that I'm 400 feet away.
2: And and I need the ability to shut Rex the fuck up because if I hear, that will show him a thing a three one more time, I swear (laughs) to (laughs) God, my Switch is going to go flying.
0: Oh, that's really easy to do.
2: Uh, What, make a Switch go flying or tell him to
1: stop talking?
0: Tell tell him to stop talking. Um, Because, you know, I don't know if you realize this or not, but it's way better in, in, in uh, Japanese.
2: I may have to go back to it in that, but I mean, thank God at least Pyrrha and uh, Mithra are, are good to look at and distract me from the annoyances. Uh, but I'll believe now. Anyway. <laughs> um, I've also, not on the Switch, but it is available on the Switch. I've done a whole lot of Cult of the Lamb. That game is so much fun. It's on the short and, list of purchases I need to make and cult of the pancake has succeeded where cult of the waffle and cult of the french toast have failed
1: cult of french I am toast the
2: master there's no beating me it's okay it's it's, it's somewhat it's weird because the the w- town building is so much more fun than the dungeon crawling and i love dungeon crawling
0: Oh wow! You know the funny part is, I find it the opposite.
2: You like the dungeon crawl more? Yeah, I do. It's the combat's very simplistic. I mean, they do have a varied amount of weapons, but there's certain weapons I love and certain weapons I hate. And if I go into a dungeon and I get a weapon I hey, hate, that's it for the dungeon. Like it's it's not going to work for me. So is it like randomly? Is
1: it kind of like Dead Cells, where it like randomly selects a weapon for you, drop in? and that's how you yep. play the, the yeah and it,
2: it starts at the beginning so you get the weapon your your main melee weapon uh-huh. and then you get a ranged weapon and you can generally you you could get a drop of an upgrade during your run but it's usually uh-huh. going to be one or the other you either get an upgrade to your melee or an upgrade to your range and they've got some pretty neat stuff Stuff that freezes people, stuff that lobs area-of-effect uh, attacks, or slow, heavy, damaging weapons, or fast, light, really quick weapons. And as you upgrade in your town, you can continue to earn better and better tiers of weapons. So it, it, it has a depth to it in that level, but the combat really comes down to dodge strike wait dodge strike wait dodge strike wait it's it's all a it's all well timed the bosses are kind of tough but i there's a skill you can get if you die during a run once per run you can sacrifice one of your followers to come back to life that's pretty cool and the problem is is when you go on some of the longer runs, suddenly you have to make sure your town's prepared. Otherwise, people will starve, people will die of old age, and if you leave bodies around too long, people get sick and throw up and shit all over the place. So you have to, something to come back to clean up. I need this game. It is. It's a lot of fun. I probably put about like 20 hours into it and finally beat it. So it, it's bucks. for multiple runs. Yeah, I have like eighty bucks on
1: in Switch money right now.
2: Yes, so. definitely. And they made a good amount of patches to make it work. It, when it released, it was pretty rough on the Switch, but they've made some decent headway in patching it.
1: Yeah, sounds good. You play anything else?
2: And the final thing is, I've gone back and I've been just been doing more Wind Waker HD, just riffing really how much I love that game. It just looks beautiful and it plays very well.
1: I really wished. I really was. I was kind of wishing they would announce it for the direct. Like I was hoping we were gonna get that. If, if, we didn't get, if we didn't get any of them, except for that game, I would have taken that one because that game that game is just so underrated. And every and it's funny because like when it first came out, everyone hated it because it was like so different and like so childlike. A- especially after the success of like the N sixty four games and how like realistic and like manly they were, and, and then you have this like you know the cell shaded Zelda game that looks all kid-like and but it was a badass game and like the stealth mechanics in that game worked perfectly everything worked perfectly in that game there I mean yeah was there too much water and too much like open ocean crap maybe maybe but I feel like it served its purpose and it's kind of what made the game what it was and I feel like every Zelda game kind of has like its ups and downs never no one no one is perfect except for you know Link to the Past. Link to the Past is a fucking perfect game. There's no no ifs, ands, and buts about it. It's it's a perfect Zelda game from start to finish. I don't think there's any parts in that game that you can get rid of, or you would want to
2: get rid of, but this is not a discussion about Zelda. Um, this, is, yeah. this is what we've been playing, so Kali, what have Kali. you been on?
0: I've been playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3 since I beat 2 already.
2: Nice. And
0: yeah. what's, what's your
1: thoughts? How many hours are you in?
0: i'm not very far into it um you know because i got that i got the steam deck and i was like oh steam deck steam deck and after a while i'm like okay now that i put the steam deck a whole bunch i'm like ready to do something else i'm like oh yeah i could totally go back to playing my game and then of course i was playing it on the go because it's thin small in comparison i was like this thing's so light i'm like oh yeah because i've been using the steam deck Uh, i'm liking it um i got to the point where they were like oh hey we you know that your fighting is great but it'd be way better if you guys work together because there's six of you there's six of you in the party
1: yeah i saw that the parties are way more dynamic now and you can do a lot a lot of different cool things um for those who played two versus three can you talk about how like they changed up the mechanics as far as like the battling system goes because i know it's changed considerably
0: no, not really. It's closer to one, so it's really not a change because it's kind of like the same stuff over. you know it's
1: I mean I liked one's style better. so
0: when I started playing two, I did two, but when I understood two, I kind of like two's mechanics better. Three's mechanics is so like you know, I start off I started off with a weapon. And I'm like, okay, I like this weapon. I want to be a DPS person. I don't like to heal. I don't like to tank. I just want to do damage. And then I maxed out, like, really quickly that weapon. So they're like, oh, hey, now you can, like, change everybody's weapons and change all of their skills and now master a whole new weapon. (laughs) So I was like, oh, this is kind of sucky. I want to go back to the original one. So I went back to the original one. They're like, why would you do that? You haven't maxed You maxed that one out. That's no point. I'm like, oh, fine. Okay, so now I'm like kind of like being a tank when I don't want to be a tank.
1: So it's like forcing you to play a style you don't want to play. I-, I feel like 2 did that a lot too, though. Like, And 2 always throws like fucking a million tutorials and mechanics at you. You could be like 50 hours in the game. It's like, oh, yeah, here's this new thing you can do in battle. I'm like, this would have been helpful four chapters ago. When this thing was right. kicking my ass for five hours.
0: Right, but the like, best way—the best way, if I remember to play too correctly—is—is is that you want to keep changing out your Monado blades
1: and your cores. Like you gotta change your cores.
0: Yeah, because there's quests in the game. There'll be a point where you can send out your extra guys. Yeah. Quest for you. Yeah, I just bring- got to. The, I just
1: got to that point. I just got to that point.
0: Right and. Some of those quests are very specific on what cores they want to go out.
1: Yeah, I heard you can fail just from sending them out with the wrong cores.
0: And but. you get quests like that in the game. Uh so it's 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 different but I wound up really liking it cuz I was like, oh, I, I was making a lot of like different cores and stuff and different weapons, which was really cool. So and they reintroduced in three, uh, which I think is the same thing in two. When you guys get synergy and you pump up that ultimate volume, that ultimate like you know weapon or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can you can like chain attack everybody's things together.
1: Does it work better than two does? Where like it takes like fucking forever to do it in two. Like you know how like you had to fill the whole bar up and then like it really didn't do that much damage, but it did. Like, it did on bosses, but I felt like it was so useless to do it in, like, a regular fight. But, like, boss fights, I felt like it was useful, but...
0: Um, it Well, I just got to that point in the game, so I haven't had a chance to use it a lot. It seems to be pretty fast, and in this one, which is very interesting, which is the same in the last one, but it wasn't explained as well. I don't know if you realize (laughs) this, but you can chain them together and keep going.
1: What do you mean keep going?
0: So in three, if there's a gauge and if you hit 100% and you still have characters available that didn't attack during that, you know, super attack or whatever you want to call it. I, I don't even mm-hmm. remember the name. And you hit that 100, you can then continue and do another Uh, chained attack against them and the way you chain them and i think it's this way in the second one is by the same type of um uh, same type of monado so like if you use a defense to start off with in one character and you use a defense from another character i think that doubles your chances of having another attack and you can keep chaining these together to make higher and higher amounts. That's and insane. That's why you you're not getting a lot. It's when you like chain them together and you can get them to keep going. So you can you can go two or three times by alternating different characters.
1: Interesting. I just I just love the dynamics of those games and how like they slow drip all the mechanics. They don't go like I wonder if like maybe in the fourth one they'll finally be like yeah, hit the ground running with every single thing from the last game. We're not, we're just gonna, you, you played the last few. We know you have. You guys are all fans. Let's just give you everything in the beginning and just, like, let you go. Like, not slow drip all these tutorials, like, for a hundred hours because it's, like, it's insane. Like, I'm, like, 45 hours in and they're like, here's another tutorial. I'm like, why? Like, Mm
0: -hmm. at this
1: point, I should know everything there is to know. Like, (laughs)
0: <laughs> and then they give you so much, and they drip it over so long that I forgot half the stuff they. Exactly, you. You
1: forgot all the shit from the beginning of the
0: game.
2: So it's I like, was,
0: I was in the last chapter of fighting the boss, and I was like, oh, it just clicked with me what I need to do to make way more damage. I was like, well, oh, there, there's that.
1: <laughs> game's fucking brilliant, though. Well, hats off to them for being able to make these th- these two games so quickly. Like, I mean, what is it, four years between games, and they're massive games.
0: Yeah. All right, so let's see what's coming up for Nintendo releases. We have Return to Monkey Island on September nineteenth, twenty twenty two. I'm gonna pass. Uh, I've never really played the game, you met.
2: No, but there's definitely a nostalgia for it. A lot of people have been waiting for it back in the days when Lucas Arts made really decent games. So, this is something a lot of people have been calling for. I agree. They're making another one. They're making a new one, apparently, too.
0: The next game is Dorf from the- tick. Dorf- from the- tick. It's a city builder on September 29th, 2022.
1: Is that the one where, like, you, like, interlock the towns together or whatever? I, I think, think it so. is. It looks interesting, but, like, again, like, there's just so many of these damn games. It's like this in Farm Simulators. They drop out of trees.
0: Near Automata, the end of Eura Edition comes October 6, 2022.
2: If you don't own any other system and this buy is the this only way you can play the game, buy it. It is it. so much fun.
1: game's phenomenal. It's one of the best games I've ever played.
0: I've never like, played
1: phenomenal.
2: it. It's phenomenal. Man- you, you, you have to get past the whole, yeah, um, 2v. <laughs> has big uh, to be as sec- sexy. Um but it's got some really deep themes and the music, the sound, the action, it's all spot on.
0: All right, now we have No Man's Sky October 7th, 2022.
2: I it still like amazes I'll... me they put that game on this on this system.
1: So, it's, 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 the, it's the little engine that could, man. If they can run it, they're gonna put it on it. And I feel like I don't know if you can't play. Uh, it's the same thing Matt just said. If you can't play this anywhere else, buy this game because it's it's it, they've really done a lot to redeem it and to make it what it is today. And
0: next is Mario and Rabbits: Sparks of Hope, October twentieth, twenty twenty two, which I'm really excited about. Uh, I'm
1: not gonna get it day one, but I'm definitely gonna get it.
0: You didn't finish the last one, did you?
1: No, that's why I can't get it yet, but I'm still... That's a long-ass game.
0: I know, I finished it.
1: It's long as fuck. There's so many levels. I'm like, is this game gonna end?
0: Uh, new Tales from the Borderlands, October 21st, 2020.
1: I'm not, paying, I'm not paying $70 for this game, or however much. It's expensive as shit. It's expensive. Really? Yeah, it's an expensive game. I think it was like $50. It was expensive. It was very... For what it is, it's expensive.
0: Persona 5 Royal, October 21st, 2022.
1: Uh, I want to buy it so bad because I want to play it on the Switch.
0: (laughs) I might play it on uh, Xbox.
1: You can play it on Steam Deck, couldn't you? Because you could just use the Xbox app to play it on your Steam Deck.
0: I don't know if it's going to be a cloud version or not.
1: What does that matter?
0: So, to play Xbox games, it has to be able to be streamed. Not oh all really? Games, yeah, not all games can be streamed.
1: That sucks. I hope. I hope it is.
0: And I can't believe this is finally coming out, but Bayonetta three. Twenty eighth, twenty
1: twenty. Day one, buying this day one. I love Bayonetta. I'm I'm still upset that we can't play Bayonetta two anywhere else other than the Switch or Wii U. I wish. I wish it would have came to PS four or PS five or Xbox. I feel like everybody should have. The ability to play Bayonetta. It's a fucking fantastic
2: series. Same thing as, as Near Automata. Get over the fact that they made a sexy witch and play the game for the game. Because it is amazing.
1: It's like Code Vein. Same thing. Amazing game, but people can't get past the fact that it's boobies everywhere. Or, uh, what's another one? Dragon's Crown?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: People, it's it one of them. What happened?
0: That's a, such a good game.
1: Oh my god, it's a brilliant game, and it runs so well. It ran really well in Vita. And it ran really exceptionally well on the PS4. Don't oh. judge a book by it's covered, people. That's what we're trying to say here.
0: Alright, who wants to talk about the Direct?
2: I do! Okay, hold on, wait. Before we get started, in our group chat, I had not watched started watching the Direct yet. And in group chat, Joe was blowing up the group oh. chat, being like "best direct ever." And I knew within five seconds that this game was coming out. Go ahead, Joe.
0: The first.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, um. List... Oh. <laughs> you want you can talk? Go, go ahead. You're the Pick host.
0: The list. All right, the first game on our list is Fire Emblem: Engage Hell to the Motherfucking Yeah,
1: dude. I, 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 little tear rolled down my down my cheek at work. I was watching it with my coworker, and he watched me like like geek out and i'm like a professional at work like i have a like i'm pretty big big deal so when like i'm marking out to a direct at my job with like my coworker, he was like bro you're a little into this aren't you i'm like i'm very into this sir what to say um this was rumored for a while that we we're gonna get a new firearm game it was it was between either getting a a remake of old game, or we were getting a brand new game. And then there was, like, this whole, like, leak a month or two back where it was like, oh, there's a double haired protagonist. He had red hair and blue hair, or looked like the Colgate toothpaste, and that's, people called it, like, Colgate Emblem, or, like, Fire Emblem Colgate. I'm dead serious. That's what the people are calling it now. (laughs) It's pretty funny. Because he looks like Colgate toothpaste his hair, but... Uh, This game looks fucking gorgeous. And... It's really cool what it kind of is because it like it looks like you're able to summon characters from like every Fire Emblem universe imaginable. And my mind was like, the possibilities are endless with this game.
0: Now I'm going to get this game, but what I really want to come back, I want the marriage system to come back.
1: I hope it does. Um, It looks like you had. So the first thing I saw, I don't know if you noticed this in the trailer. Did you notice that the weapon triangle is fucking back? It's back in this game because I saw two. Um, I saw the protagonist, the main protagonist, line up against a soldier, and his his uh, sword was weak to spears. And I was like, "Okay, weapon triangles back. F- my faith in Fire Emblem has been restored." As far as like a tactical aspect of actually playing like Fire Emblem, like we're going I don't back think to root. never left. There was no triangle in the last game. It was gone. They got rid of the weapon triangle. And they got rid of class-based weapons. Class-based weapons seem to be back in this one, too. Where, like, only certain classes could do certain things. Not everybody could turn into a fucking... Uh, into a fucking wearing rider. Where, like, everybody can fucking do, like, massive damage and kill everything on the map. Like, you had to pick and choose based on what class your characters were. Because that's what they were locked to. You couldn't just turn everybody into the same class and just dominate the game. Which I think is cool. Because, it, again, it adds... It Adds a lot of uh, quality and a lot of replayability to the game, and it, it, strategy, and and there's definitely a Jagan character in this game, which I think is cool too. They're bringing back Jagens, where like you have that one character in the beginning who's like super overpowered that's supposed to shepherd your troops through like the first early chapters because they're like a higher class or they're an already raised class. So I am, f- I, and and not only was I excited for this game, fly but we get it January twentieth. And, because I calculated it this morning, it's 127 days away. That's right, people. It's 127 days away to Fire Emblem Gage. I am hyped for this game. I am so excited that it comes out right in January. Right after Christmas. Alright, Ma. Alright. Ma. Dad. My sister. I, I, need, I need eShop cards. EShop
2: cards for could Christmas. could be one of the, like, 20 billion games you get bought during I, I the I mean, year.
1: this fucking direct was just, like, Take my wallet. Or, like, you ever see, like, the episode South Park where Randy's, like, jizzing all over the computer? That was me during this. (laughs) That was me during this direct. I was, like, holy shit. And it just got better and better as it went. Like, it it just, like, you think with Fire Emblem, there's no way to go up from there. But, Kalai, you may continue with the direct. Oh, well, are you guys gonna get Fire Emblem Gage? I know, Kalai, you're definitely getting it. Uh, he'll
0: have it in his house.
2: Yes, no, I mean, Clyde, you're getting Some it. This house will get it.
0: I, yes, I'm getting it, but Matt doesn't really play Fire Emblems.
1: You got to get on that train, sir. I tried, and it's just not my thing. Too tactical for you? Like, too slow moving, or a unit dies, and then you want to restart the whole damn chapter? Like, what no. is it for you?
2: I, so, I, I. What was it? Uh, which was the one with. Boobs McGee, I can't remember her name. The purple and the red covers. Um. <laughs> did he just say boobs McGee? Did he call it boobs McGee. No, not boobs McGee. Big oh, I uh, oh, yeah, no, uh, Camille, uh, you're thinking, yeah, from- the one that yes, has the, yes. the strap from one boob. I'm like, yeah, Camille. Uh, so I played Earthright, or did you play Conquest? Two. I played one of those two. I couldn't remember one and. I I come to find out that that type of strategy game is just a little too deep for me. I, you know, I'm much better off with like Advanced Wars or, or uh, what's that one that came out recently? I can't remember. it. Uh, War Groove. I like stuff more like that than the depth well, Where you of- just
1: move a space and you hit something and it dies? Yeah, exactly. That's your speed? Okay, so you would never be able to play Disgaea. That's what you're telling me right now. Like that would be like that would blow your mind with all like the depth and like the we- the weapon world and like the stacking enemies and the throwing. His th- head would explode if you ever tried to show him this guy. His head would be like, "What? You can make a character at level nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine? No, pass.
0: <laughs>
1: Hard pass." I'm uh, I'm just so excited. Fire Emblem, man, we're getting new Fire Emblem. All
0: right, next is Octopath Traveler Two. They announced people.
1: sequel. Again. It's like, (laughs) it's like, come on, man! It's like, I'll say one, I'll preface one thing before we even go any further with this direct. A lot of people gave this direct a lot of shit, and I get it. You don't like RPGs? Well, I got, I got, I got a message for you. Fuck you, because I, (laughs) because I, I had to sit through a lot of directs with shit I didn't like. So this is this is a Joe ass, Kalai ass direct. Like it really was like. I was so excited for Kali to watch this because I knew she would like like half at least ninety percent of the shit I liked. So I was like, "This direct was just it was just so fucking is a chef's kiss, man." This direct was so good. Uh, Octopath Traveler two. This game looks beautiful, absolutely beautiful. This engine that they created, this two D engine, is just gorgeous. And it's funny, Kali, because when they started the trailer, I thought that this was Dragon Quest three. Because it's using the same engine that this game is and Octopath used, but it's not. So I'm like, where the fuck is the Dragon Quest game? <laughs> like, That's all I kept thinking this whole trailer. I'm like, okay, it's nice that we have Octopath 2, but what happened to Dragon Quest 3 Remastered? Or HD or whatever the fuck they're calling it. Um, I'm buying this day one. We're not even have- finished the first one.
0: I was going to say, I have to finish the first one.
1: I do too. Did you also hear the good news about Octopath Traveler 2? For all you people out there not in Nintendo land? It's coming to PS4, PS5, and Xbox. Day one. So it's not a Nintendo Switch exclusive anymore. Uh, It will go with everything. And their rumor has it, this is a rumor, so take it with a grain of salt, that Octopath 1 will be coming to the consoles that it's not on. Which is just PlayStation, I think. Because I think it's on everything. It's on PC and it's on Xbox, right?
0: I believe so, yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's coming to PlayStation. Uh, I just don't know when. But they said that it is coming, so well they hinted it was coming someone asked and they were like uh it may, may pop up in the near future we'll see it's like that's code for square saying yeah asshole it's coming we're working on it <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking hold your pants we're making like 17 rpgs right now we don't have time for this right now i'm excited I, for aquapath 2 though
0: next was pikmin 4 which i've never yeah. really played a pikmin game matt have you
2: yeah, so my main experience was with Pikmin Three, which was kind of after the whole hype of Pikmin and Pikmin Two. It's interesting to see that they're going to be taking it more down to the ground level. Which you know, other podcasts I was listening to is being like, "Well, the captain isn't much taller than the Pikmin, so <laughs> why? What's going on that the the perspective has to change?" Interesting that. Uh, Miyamoto came out, like, hey, look at my new shirt! But it's it's a beloved game that people have been calling for, for a while. I'll probably pick it up. I didn't, as much as I love Pikmin 3, it was annoying playing it on the Wii U. I feel like having the Switch, being able to be on the go, and maybe that's the reason they did the change of perspective, because if you're in handheld on such a small screen, maybe going around plucking your Pikmin was kind of
0: that sounded so
2: dirty. <laughs> Metz just walks around his house plucking his Pikmin. Y'all need That's Jesus. Um, and apparently. But then they added a- alongside this the essentially Pikmin Go, which I guess everybody wants to be on that train. Like the- Nintendo should have taken their lesson from Niantic. Like their Harry Potter thing failed. Uh, there's other some clones out there, Pokemon Go that failed. You don't need it. But Pikmin I, 4, you need.
1: I feel like Pokemon is just the perfect game for that. Even the Ghostbusters one failed. Well, Minecraft was out there, and that failed. Like Pokemon it's just, just got the stranglehold, man. It's just got the yeah. perfect formula for being an on-the-go game. It makes total sense. Total sense why Pokemon will work, work in, that, in that vein. Um, my friends texted me, and like it was so fucking hilarious. My friend goes... Look, another Pikmin game. I was like, you mean Pikmin? He goes, no, Pikmin, because it's fucking stupid. And I hate Pikmin. And he's like, when Miyamoto came out, he was like, Mario, 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 Mario. And he's like, fucking
2: Pikmin, no!
1: I was like, wasn't this game supposed to come out in like five years ago? Or wasn't it announced like five years ago that it was coming?
2: No, no, there have been nothing about Pikmin until like just now. Everybody kept thinking, oh, they'll announce it now, they'll announce it now, and it kept going without being announced and finally we got something i mean
1: i'm not i I liked pikmin 2 i did i thought it was a pretty cool game i didn't play pikmin 3 which that's because nobody bought games on the wii u that's why it failed that's why it failed are you going to get your copy of pikmin 3 i am getting my copy of pikmin 3 (laughs) awesome i hope I hope i hope you paid full price for that I did? Because <laughs> like Tricky said, if you don't pay full and you're not supporting the developers.
2: Yeah, Tricky says a lot of things, but the point is, is this game, you know, again, they didn't use uh, Captain Olimar, it was these other three idiots, but it was fun because... As you as you built up your Pikmin army and you were making food to survive, they all started getting that uh, cabin fever like you're taking more food than you're supposed to. They all start infighting. It was great. It had a lot of good humor. I mean,
1: Olimar was too busy settling it in Smash, man. He didn't have time for that bullshit. He's like, I'm I'm done with this franchise. (laughs) It's like I moved on to better things. Just like we're going to move on to the next game of direct.
0: The next game is It Takes Two which was the game of the year. It's coming to Switch. Uh, this uh, is a good co-op game if you're looking for something to play, I believe, with like your girlfriend or wife.
1: It's cool the way they're going to do it on Switch. I don't know if you guys saw. You can do it on two different Switches, using like ad hoc or like wireless. It's going to be fucking cool. Like, it's going to be cool to sit next to your spouse and play this game like on two different Switches. I think that's going to be a really cool experience because... The game is just, it's phenomenal. It's one of the best games that I thought was going to be total rubbish. And it was just, it was just phenomenal. The story is so well crafted and the world just harkens back to like, honey, I shrunk the kids. I think that's the best way of putting it. Just like the grandiose nature of it. And the story is just so well done, except for the fucking stupid Mexican voiced book. That is the most asinine character in video game history. I want to fucking strangle that, that book. Like, I want to strangle him. He's so annoying.
0: All right. Hey,
1: hey! I got the power! The power of love!
0: I've never played it, and I don't think neither did Matt, so...
2: Oh, no. man. I've been trying- v doesn't want to play it, that game with me, so I don't get to play it.
0: Okay, let's move on to the next game. Fatal Frame, Mask of the Lunar Eclipse.
1: I'm in for that. I love Fatal Frame games. They're fantastic games. I like going around and taking pictures of ghosts and shit. Fighting them with my camera. I'm in for another ghost fighting camera adventure.
2: I'm actually surprised with my love of horror games that I'm not more into them. I never played the original, so I don't have the same affinity. But I feel like this is something that I need to be able to get into.
1: The one on the Switch, the one on the Switch that's out now, or not, I don't know if it's on the Switch. Yeah, it's on the Switch. I think on uh, it, was,
2: Switch. it was on the Wii U. It was uh, made in Blackwater.
1: Yeah, it's on the Switch, too, I think. I think they poured it. Is it? Yeah, I think they ported uh, it when they remastered US. it. For They remastered it for PS4 a few years ago, too. Because I bought it on PS4. Because I wanted to play it on PS4. And earned them trophies!
0: Alright, next is Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Expansion Pass. Which I'm a little excited for. But we're not going to talk much about that. I mean, there's
1: nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with more Xenoblade, I mean.
0: Yeah. Alright, after that, they announced the Front Mission remakes.
1: Well, they announced the continuation of the Front. Because they announced them in like a direct before. And then they said they were coming. And then they didn't come. And now three of them are coming instead of two of them. (laughs) It's like, oh, shit. Um, Front Mission, pretty cool strategy RPG game. They're okay. I, I might buy them. It depends on the price point. I'm, I'm assuming, like, most Square remakes, they're going to be, like, anywhere from, like, 20 to 24 bucks. so. Uh,
0: then they talked about the first Splatfest. What would you take to a deserted island? Gear, grub, or fun?
2: They wasted no time in introducing Splatfests to Splatoon 3, because that's really what kind of keeps people coming back, is, is them having these little games. Um, I haven't picked it up yet, I will at some point. I just don't know when.
1: I'm surprised they don't just do weekly Splatfest at this point. Like, I, I'm, I'm I, honestly, because the game's so popular and it sold like more copies in four days in Japan than any other game on the Switch, except for Breath of it the Wild. Like over
2: three million copies in and the first. Just Japan. I was like,
1: are you fuck? it's fucking squids fighting with fucking paint guns. It's like, so good. It is a cool game like I want to get into it and I think I might just jump in this one because like now is the time to do it because it's a brand new game. I know you guys will play it with me like I'm thinking I'm gonna make the move. I have I have $70 in eShop cash. I could easily buy it right now and I'm thinking of doing it because like I want to play something like that. There's like nothing like that on the switch and I think that's why it sells so well on the switch because there is no like real shooters on the switch except for like Fortnite and all those other like um, free to play ones. So I think I think they've really capitalized on a market and kind of put their like Nintendo spin on it, and I'm happy that it's been such a successful IP for them. I really am. Like, but to have three of them so fast is is kind of insane. Like, Nintendo's really really doing a great job with Splatoon, and I I think it's just going to keep going. I I don't see an end to this this train, this Splatoon train. They put out new Amiibos too, Claw. I think you have to get those.
0: Uh, Matt, did you get the second one?
2: Yeah. I had Splatoon 2, and it, it was a lot of fun. And then I, just like everything else, I moved on to other games. But the time I played it, I had a lot of fun with it.
0: Yeah, I didn't play much of Splatoon 2. I got it. And then the matching system was still terrible. I'm hoping they fixed the matching system. They did.
2: And they've better implemented ways, and this is exactly what we talked about before, is that they better implemented ways to play with your friends and you can stay with your friends apparently like if you have
1: i was listening to uh nintendo voice cash shout out to them uh ign um they said that when you play matches with people repeatedly like you get you get to stay in the party with them and just keep playing it doesn't just kick you back to a lobby it's like really well done like i, I i'm it's nintendo trying to like embrace some sort of online functionality with their with their games which i think is is kind of nice i mean it's about fucking time it's 2022 i mean better Uh, late than never
0: next is final fantasy uh, theater rhythm final bar line i i was thinking about you joe when i saw this okay
1: so this is where i lost my shit final final fantasy theater rhythm is one of my favorite games of all time like it's in like my top 10 of all time it is the best rhythm game i've ever played anywhere like it's just so fucking unique so think of it this way you're playing a final fantasy rpg with music so your characters stand on one side of the screen enemies stand on the other side and it plays a song from a specific final fantasy game that scrolls from right to left and in guitar hero fashion you press the buttons or slide with the stylist to stay in tune with the music. As you're staying in tune with the music, you're killing the enemies on the other side of the screen, and you're racking up points. And when you finish levels, your characters level up, and they do more damage. And then you can put up, you can put the songs on higher difficulty and beat them on higher difficulties because you're because you do more damage. It's it's just such a fucking amazing game. And there's eight hundred over eight hundred songs in this one. And then, and then they were like, oh, and then there's songs coming from Nier, and then there's songs coming from Octopath Traveler, and then there's songs coming from this franchise, In this franchise, and I was like, oh my god, I was like, and it's all, like, it paid DLC, yes, but I spent over $200 on Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm Curtain Call on the 3DS. I own every single song in that game, and it, it's like, I think it's like upwards of like... Close to 200, 200, 250 songs, something like that. But I own them all, and that game is just so phenomenal. Like, it's a great 3DS game. Final Fantasy 3 Theater Rhythm uh, Curtain Call is the sequel to Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm, which is also a 3DS game. But Curtain Call did a really good job of like changing away the way the mechanics work. Plus, they added a button mode, which I think is going to be the crux of the Switch version because you you can use the style while you can use the stylus on the Switch. It's not like he don't really want to run the stylus across the switch screen. I I don't. I don't want to run it across my OLED screen. No offense to the... I just don't want to break my screen or scratch it. Like, I just never really cared about that stuff in the 3DS or scratching my screen. I kind of put a screen protector over it and called it a day and was like, hey, like, you know, it's supposed to be touched. It's a touchscreen. <laughs> but Theater Rhythm is really cool. If you guys love rhythm games and you guys love Final Fantasy and you love the music of Final Fantasy, this, this, this will hit every single you know point it needs to hit for you like I'm so happy and I'm happy this got a release date like again like the coolest thing I took away from this direct versus like most Nintendo directs in the past is Nintendo did a much better job of like lining up these games and going hey like these are coming out like now like in the near future not like five months not six months from now not a trailer saying it's coming out or it, or it's in development or it's early game footage or this may change in the future. It's like no, these are like finished games, and like here's a release date for it. Like these are done; they're in the can. They're maybe tweaking some final things, but like the game's coming like very soon. And it's March for or uh, February for this one. And I, I'm fucking excited. Like I got my game for you know January and February already locked up. So I'm am f- I'm, f- I'm hyped for next year. Like I'm I don't even want it to be this year anymore because I'm so hyped for next year. And and this game's also coming to PS4. And Xbox, I believe. So, for everybody who doesn't want to play it on Switch, you can play it there as well. So,
0: all right. The next uh, segment they, they announced new N64 games coming to Switch Online. We have Mario Party 1, 2, and 3, 007, Excite Bite 64, 1080 Snowboarding, Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2, and Pilot Wings.
2: So, Kalai, let me ask you you have anything why it would take Nintendo until 2023 to put some of these games on Nintendo Switch Online? I have no comment. No clue. Why in God's green earth do we have to wait till 2023 to get Pokemon Stadium One and Two? I I thought they would have been like first games they
1: announced. It's fucking Pokemon. If anything. Why? Why'd they remaster these games and re-release them for money? Like it's like it, like Pokemon just goes bing 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 like like this, like a ca- fucking casino bell goes off. Like you can make so much money off Pokemon, it's like ridiculous.
2: How in the hell was this statement not, "Here's these games releasing today." Like that was could have been such a home run for them. Instead, "Hey, here's these games, here's these f- 30-year-old games that you have to wait for." For another year to play on your Switch. Fuck you, I'll pirate them. I mean... Pokemon
1: Stadium really loses its luster when you can't connect a cartridge to it with your own Pokemon. It's like, it's not the same. It's not. I hope they make... I hope this, like... I I, I just want them to make a new Pokemon Stadium. The world's ready for a new Pokemon Stadium. The world's ready for an online Pokemon Stadium game. Well, they
2: already have that through some of the... I mean,
1: it's technically just just Pokemon, but...
2: And I have no desire to play competitive Pokemon online with other people because I I don't have the time to dedicate towards that.
1: You don't want to just use the same six Pokemon as everybody else because it's the only tier list that's actually, like, fightable against everything. I I can't fucking do fighting games or Pokemon anymore online because people have made it into, like... It's no fun. It's no fun world. I'm not even going to get into this rant because it makes me so fucking angry. Because it was like, Oh!
2: you gotta play the same six characters because everybody else does or else you're not gonna do any damage or hurt anybody I loved watching the one Pokemon World Championship where the user had a Pachirisu which won the game for him because it pulled off some crazy combo I love seeing shit like that I hate seeing the meta of everything that's out there
1: do you remember when b- b- Baton Pass was a thing yep. and then it got banned cause like it was just so unstoppable
2: Ugh. Oh.
0: Alright. Um, now, what do you guys think of the whole 007 thing? Because <sighs> 007 is being released for the PlayStation and the Xbox. The problem being that only Switch Online will have online play.
2: Wait, what? Yep. Wait, what? Yep. Yeah, the Xbox version is going to be local co-op only.
1: <sighs> fucking stupid. <laughs> did you see that? Did you see the cool thing that they did though? Like that Rare did, and they're offering it for anybody that bought Rare Replay, you get it for free. I think that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, and you can get Rare Replay pretty cheap right now.
1: Yeah, so everyone's running out to buy all the fucking used copies of Rare Replay as we speak. It's a great game. I was hoping that they would announce Rare Replay for the Switch. I was it's, hoping this it, was finally going to be the, the time they announced it.
2: You can get Rare Replay digitally for $7.49 on, on Xbox right now.
1: Everyone go out and buy Rare Replay because you can get your free copy of 007 and play it. You know, There's even
2: better games on that sir, on that collection,
1: and play a split screen with your friends, and put up four cardboard uh, put up cardboard boxes so like you can have your own squares. Actually, you know what? It, it's funny because like four player split screen works so much better now that TV screens are actually giant.
2: <laughs> yeah, you, you get your size of the screen. What was used to be the whole TV? Whole,
1: the whole TV, yeah. When you're playing on your 13 inch screen or 19 inch screen with your buddies, now like you get 19 inches to yourself.
2: Kalai, you asked me if we were gonna play 007 together, and I was waiting till this so I could say dibs on odd job.
1: Oh, I want dibs on odd job. I'm gonna karate chop people in the nuts all day. It's gonna be nut chopping season.
0: All right, we announced more Mario Kart courses, so there's that. And they announced Switch Sports Ads Golf, finally. Yeah,
1: next year. <laughs> I laughed so hard. They're like, oh yeah, it's Switch Sports Golf. And I was like, today? Today? It's in development. What the fuck is that me? Like, you said it was coming soon. And then they're like, yeah, we're still working on it.
0: Um, also, Harvestella. Um, no, I'm sorry. Before Can't that, bite. Just Dance 2023 was announced. Well, now someone we will pledge
1: play- to make you play that next year. Oh,
0: God um next is harvestella
1: i'm excited for harvestella i I played the demo and i really enjoyed it um you can play as either a male or female protagonist and you basically you know by day you could raise crops by night fight fight you can fight you can fight to keep the world safe uh it's a fucking sweet game i'm excited square did a really good job it's a beautiful game does it do more than Rune Factory? It looks like it's going to. It looks like the battle mechanics and everything are going to be a little more like in depth of a square RPG than like a Rune Factory, where you're just like hitting X and just hitting things. So I'm I'm really excited for this game. I know it comes out like in November, so I already pre-purchased it. Like it's already purchased on my Switch, so I'm 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 just counting down the days so I can continue playing it. I think you guys should check it out. Like I I th- I think you would enjoy
2: it.
0: What about you, Matt? Are you going to be playing Harvestella?
2: I have to find what the hook is because I've tried many different farming simulators and the most fun I had was in Cult of the Lamb mostly because if somebody messed up my farm, I can kill them. So I don't know how uh, regular farming simulators would play. I I played a little bit of Stardew Valley and that was fun, but it didn't hold my attention.
1: I would say that the overall hook of this one is that it's more dynamic of a rpg than the rest of them are. It's more leaning towards the rpg and less leaning towards the farming simulation point point of things. Like they both they both have, you know, they both go hand in hand, but I feel like it's just a much more and it's square. Like it's square doing this. It's not like you're it's a square rpg through and through. And the story is pretty stellar so far. So, I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. I really am.
0: Then they announced Bane at 3 with a release date, which is kind of nice.
1: Well, they announced the release date at the last direct, but I think they changed. They said it was October, I think, last direct. So they actually gave like a date, date this time, which is what twenty eighth. We said, yep, yep, yeah. Uh, I'm buying this day one?
0: After that, they announced Perpetual Rain, which was the maker from the makers of Danganronpa.
1: So this looks cool. Kalai, you gonna check this out? I mean, it looks like more Danganronpa.
0: It does but i'm kind of a little disappointed it's not more danganronpa
1: yeah but like i feel like how much can you squeeze that that lemon before it, there's no lemon juice left in it and i feel like they're like hey we found this orange over here which is very similar to a lemon may not taste the same but hey we're gonna squeeze it and see what comes out of it so i'm kind of excited for this one i really am i think it's gonna be cool it's got that Danganronpa style to it and that shine so I'm gonna check I'm gonna check this out I know and it, and it and it's less intimidating than Danganronpa because I feel like you don't like Danganronpa you're like well there's three games they may not all be interconnected but hey like you want to play all of them this is like hey I can just jump in and play this one now
0: just wait so. 10 years
1: <laughs> oh yeah so there's uh what the hell is this one called again
0: right uh what about you, Matt? I don't really see you playing something like this, but you know, I know you could be wrong. No,
2: I never played the Dank and Rompus series, so this kind of flew right over my head. You should play them on Steam Deck.
0: You should play them on Switch.
1: Um, I mean, you could play them on Steam Deck, though.
2: I could play them on Steam Deck on the Yuzu emulator.
0: <laughs> or you could play them on uh, Switch, and you could borrow the hard copy I have.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, you bought the you bought the trilogy, didn't you?
0: I bought the collector's edition because I I named my cats after them. All right. Next, they announced Resident Evil Cloud Edition.
2: Boo! Boo. Boo. Bought the cloud!
0: Fuck the cloud! All right. The
2: only way, getting, only way they're getting seven and eight on the Switch, which again, I who the
1: hell is buying these cloud versions? Stop it! Yeah, please stop! Please just stop! Like stop! Fucking stop buying cloud games. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I don't want more cloud games on the so They make no sense. You're not buying anything. What are you buying? Air. Air. Stop. You don't own the
2: game. Just stop it.
0: Next after that is Sifu.
2: Sifu. 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 Oh. This is so it's already come out on other systems. It's coming to the Switch. Basically, it's a uh, uh, martial arts game where you go through a gauntlet of enemies and every time you die you age okay, and yeah. as you age you get like like your life is down but your experience levels go up and therefore you get access to other different martial arts and attacks but it makes you somewhat weaker because you're getting older it's a very neat concept and I've, I'm surprised I haven't picked it up already I've been waiting for the price to drop on PlayStation and I'm going to
1: pick up the PS4, PS5 combo, but I, I definitely want to play Sifu very, very much. So it's, it's like, like Matt said, it's kind of, it's kind of just like a beat up basically. But when you die, you age and the object is to beat it as, as skillfully as you can. So you don't die, but there's also trophies and shit in the game and like challenges for like dying and aging yourself and beating it at a certain age. So like there's, there's like different ways to finish the game. And I think that's really cool. I think it's a neat little game, and I'm happy people on Switch get to play it, but at what cost? Because this is, again, this is a PS4 game, so, like, how the fuck is this running on a Switch?
2: Yeah, it's 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 top-down, and there aren't, like, a ton of particle effects, so Ooh, I'd looks- be more concerned about having precision controls on something that, like, the Switch in handheld mode. It looked really muddy, like, and
1: I'm not a graphics, like, horror like you guys are, because you gotta play PC, but, like, it looked like it looked like somebody slapped f- from fucking mud on my Switch, and I was like, oh, I can't see! Or, like, I got spit on by, like, uh, the But that's a, and that's a lot of lot of Switch games
2: ported from other systems. They have to do something.
1: I mean, yeah... I don't know. Play this on PS4 and PS5 or Xbox. If you can, if you can't, buy it on Switch. Very big theme in this direct. It's like, if you can play it somewhere else, play it there. But if you can't and you own a Switch... Well, at least now you can play it.
0: Next is Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII. Reunion.
2: I can't believe they announced this in this direct. So, I ask you, they got this game running on the Switch. How do they do the Resident Evil? It,
1: it's so weird because this is coming out on PS4 and Xbox the same day. And it was announced for those first, but it wasn't like given a date or we didn't get to see any gameplay. And it, it kind of makes it kind of like pisses me off though because like Cory and I thought that was gonna be a much bigger remake than it actually is like I thought this was gonna be a lot more polished but obviously it can't be if it's on the fucking switch because it's it just it's not gonna be that that big of a departure from the original version it looked it looked beautiful compared to the original version like the obviously the original versions of uh, a PSP game so it looked it looked pretty nice. I'm gonna pick it up. I mean, it all depends on price point though, which I didn't see yet. I didn't see what the price point on this is, but if it's like $25, 30 bucks, I might pick it up. It probably won't be. It'll probably be like forty, right? It's a Final Fantasy game, maybe. $50. Usually. But are you gonna pick it up, Matt? Because I, you played this one, right? You played this on PSP, right?
2: No, I did not. That's why I'd be interested to in try going through it for the first time.
1: It's a very interesting game that uses like a roulette wheel to like level up. It's it's so fucking convoluted. It's but it's so fun. And Zack's a cool character. Kali, I would check this out too. Like it's it's a it's a dope uh action-paced um Final Fantasy game cuz it's all action. Like there's no like it's not like turn-based garbage. It's all action. It's action RPG, so goes really well, so.
0: All right, next is Endless Dungeon.
1: This looked interesting. Um I know it was supposed to come out a while ago, but like I don't know, I'll pick it up maybe down the road. I think I think I want to see I want to see a little bit more before I make, you know, a final decision on this one. Matt, did you, what did you think of this when you saw it?
2: It really didn't stick out to me. I, I'll be able to watch some playthroughs of it, but I won't get it myself. Again, it depends on price point.
0: After that, Tales of Symphonia Remastered.
1: Day 1 purchase. This is one of my favorite RPGs of all time like all time and the fact that you couldn't play it on any modern consoles was kind of sad At this point kalai think of an rpg think of a tales game right you've played tales games before right no. all right so to, so tales games use like a left to right scrolling screen where like you input button combos to juggle enemies right and in some of them you could switch between characters and keep fighting right this one was made on the gamecube and up to, I believe, three players could play it together at the same time.
0: Well, that's cool. I have nobody to play with.
1: Well, you play it with me. Like, if it's online, we can play together. Or I'll just come over and we'll play it. But, like, I'm... This is this RPG is just so good. Like, the characters were really well designed. The story is well crafted. Man, I, I'm I'm excited to go on an adventure with Lloyd and his friends again. I really am. Like, I'm psyched for this. I, I really hope that we get the second one, which is a far less, far in superior game to the first one, but I still think it's worth playing. But, um, the first one just holds a special place in my heart. Like, it's one of my favorite GameCube games of all time. And it's, it's just a great game.
0: Uh, they announced Fall Guys Season 2, which we kind of knew about.
1: I mean, does this run well on the Switch?
0: I don't know. I don't know, because it's... <laughs> like
1: how you're like, uh... <laughs>
0: It's weird now because, you know, Epic took it over.
1: Yeah, I didn't like that.
0: No, I didn't either. I played it the other day on PC for the first time in a long time, and I didn't even realize that Epic had taken it over until I, like, had to log into my Epic account. And oh, Jesus,
1: God. Play. Were you like, fuck this?
0: Yeah, you have to have an Epic account to play now. And I'm like, oh.
1: This oh, is- God damn it. Does that erase all your progress that you had previously? Or do you, like? No. Yeah, it's, it's like okay. merge your account when you, like, you sign up for your Epic account now.
2: No, so um, like you have when I transferred everything over, it, it it kept all my progress. Still have that really
1: like not like awesome like jingle that plays as you're like starting up your game, I it's like doo doo, doo 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 doo. Yes. Oh that's shit gets me hyped every time I play Fall Guys. Really does. Really does. Um multi multiverse needs like a hype up song like that. It's the only thing it's missing. Great next, game, but
0: next is Kirby's return to Dreamland Deluxe
1: this kind of surprised me
0: yeah isn't this a um i want to say like a game boy game or a
1: so a yeah Wii game. So wee game it was Wii? i yeah. thought it was game boy hmm. uh, return to greenland is a Wii game i believe i mean it, it
2: with the success of the forgotten kingdom we needed something else kirby to make sure people remember that kirby has a history
0: it is a nintendo I mean- product
2: I'm glad
1: they did something for somebody's anniversary because they didn't do shit for Zelda. But they're like, here, have a Kirby game instead.
2: Wait. Uh Yes, it was the Wii. Oh.
0: Okay. Um, And then they announced one more thing.
1: I mean, Matt, why don't you do the honors? You're the most excited. excited. I am. He's definitely more excited heckle- than you are. No, go ahead.
2: Fly.
0: Oh uh, we got Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. We've got the official name for Breath of the Wild. We got a name. We got a name. We got a name. People.
2: Not only did you get a name, what else did we get? Ten seconds of gameplay. <laughs> and what else?
0: Oh, uh, didn't we get a release date?
2: Yeah,
1: it's May twelfth. I know the week I'm taking off. Like it has a release date. Like so, this game is. In the final stages, I guess, because it's unlike Nintendo to announce a release date for something and then, like, be like, well, nowadays, it's it's very rare for them to announce... They learned. I feel like they finally learned from delaying enough Zelda games to be like, yeah, and Metroid games. So, like, we're not going to announce release dates until we have one.
2: Well, I mean, first it was t- coming out in 2022. And nobody could give us, like, an exact... It's nobody a window. Could us- yeah, that's a pretty large fucking window. And then you've got... What was it? Then they said, hey, sorry, we're going to delay. It's going to be spring of 2023. And now they've narrowed it down to an exact date. So I'm fine with that. I like dates. I'm, I'm good. And if it if it gets moved off a little further, okay. But at least exactly. we have like a general idea, if not exact. I mean, um, I'm interested to see if this is built on as the sequel to breath of the wild as they initially announced it, or are they doing something completely different? a la Ocarina of time to Majora's mask because use the same engine, but it looks like it's going to be something. It it looks like they're taking the world, like the physical world that they built for breath of the wild and changing it into whatever this story is going to be.
1: It's weird because it looks like they built upwards too. like like the verticality engine in this game is like insane. It's like did you see like all the verticality you do in that game like jumping up Switches things are... climbing things and like going into the sky and coming back down and like it kind of has me concerned too because how is the switch going to run this at a steady rate without chugging because like what are they like fucking witchcraft and wizardry over there because like I don't know how they're going to pull this off like no, I mean an upgraded switch.
2: Breath of the Wild was built for cross generational Wii U and Switch, so I imagine that had some things to do with performance issues on the Switch. This one being built from the ground, er, being built for the Switch, but not necessarily from the ground up, has me has my interest peaked. But again, I'm concerned. Kalai.
0: Um. Well, of course, I'm really excited for it. Uh, you're not excited for it, Joe?
2: No, I
1: am. I am. I am. Um, I'm excited for all the things that they're saying about how like there could possibly be dungeons in one. There could possibly be like they could be. I mean, not that I thought that like removing dungeons from the last one was like the biggest problem with the game. I thought the barrenness was the biggest problem of the game. But I get why it's the way it is. Like I understand the premise. And if you like, if you read the lore of the game and you understand why there's no like, it's, there's not like a million people all over the place, it makes fucking sense. Uh, like it does.
0: We can all agree on one thing: it's probably going to be better than Sonic Frontiers.
1: I don't know, man. I'm excited for Sonic Frontiers. I really am.
2: I'll let you play it first and tell me I'll, how it is.
1: I'm a fucking Sonic. I'm a Sonic weeb though. Like I'll buy I'll buy I'll buy Sonic underwear if they made Sonic like if Me Undies was like tomorrow there's Sonic underwear, I'm like and it was furry and like I buy it cuz it's Sonic and
2: I'd have to buy it. You're a Sonic fan? Are you buying
1: Sonic. Are you buying the furry controller? I don't have a fucking Xbox, so no. But if I did I some oh, controllers.
0: All right, Joe, your final thoughts on this direct.
1: I thought it was one of the best directs they've ever had. And I thought maybe, maybe because that's because it spoke to me so much, but I just felt like they didn't let the pedal off the gas on this one. And they kind of were like, here's a game, but here's when it comes out. Here's another game. And here's when it comes out. Here's another game. And here's when it comes out. And then they were like, all right, here's a game that we're remastering. But guess what? A new sequel is in development for it. I thought that was kind of cool, too. Like, we didn't even talk about how they, like, announced, like, they're remastering Rune Factory 3, which is one of the best Rune Factory games. And they're like, oh, yeah, that Rune Factory 6 is coming. Like, next year. Or whenever. Um, this direct had a lot of highs and lows as far as, like, hey, like, it's a lot of farming sims. I get it. People were pissed. Again, I mean, not everything's gonna be for you. Not everything's gonna be for me i thought overall nintendo did a good job of pacing this direct we got what 37 or 40 something games in 40 minutes there's like a game a minute did A very good job of like quickly running through things like no like oh, let's talk to developer for five minutes about shit i don't give a shit about all right and here's another game like like did you guys watch the like and i'll and i'll do this real quick did you guys watch the playstation one that was the same night no. yep that that direct was completely fucking garbage because they wasted so much time of the direct talking about specific games when they're only going to do like like i don't need you to talk more about god of war because guess what you're gonna have a whole fucking 40 minute presentation about god of war next month and don't tell me you're not or whenever yeah next month they're gonna do a like, state of play of just god of war so don't take up so much time convincing me to buy god of war when no one in their mother needs convincing to buy god of war we're all gonna buy it like you have my money like stop Like, I want more announcements from Sony. Like, where were the announcements? That was such a terrible state of play. Like, there there wasn't like, oh yeah, here's all these other games coming out. But I I feel like, again, with Sony and Nintendo, Nintendo, I felt it was kind of weird that there were so many announcements with Tokyo Game Show being the same week. I was like, so what's Nintendo going to, what's their presence going to be at Tokyo Game Show? How much are we really going to get from Tokyo Game Show? Are we going to get anything else announced? Or is it pretty much going to be these games just, like, showcased? So it, 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 all in all, I if I had to give it like a score out of 10, I would give it like an 8.5. And I think like the Zelda thing is what put it at the 8.5 to me because finally giving it a date and a name was huge. And I felt like they had to do that this direct. They had to give Zelda a name and a date. If we came out of this direct and there still was no date for Zelda and no name, people would have lost their fucking minds.
0: All right, Matt,
2: what about you? Which final thoughts? kind to what Joe was saying, comparing it to the PlayStation Direct, it felt like the PlayStation Direct was all about God of War and what was happening there, and they had to fill in the story around that and fill in the, the trailers around that. The, play, the Nintendo Direct, it was... Like, almost like each section held its own. There was JRPGs, there was farming simulators, and then there was Zelda. It At no point did it feel like they had this direct to say, alright, we need to announce Zelda, let's put in bullshit around it, just so that way we can announce Zelda. It felt like they had a good sampling of stuff that they've got going on, and it was insane that a system... Was it six years? 17, 18, 19, 20, 22. Six years on that we're looking at and they're still releasing bangers. I'm looking at this. Somebody made an infographic of all the games announced and releasing for the switch in the next through later 2023. And the amount of games on this thing is just insane. And they're all putting it on the switch. Is it the highest fidelity? Will it have the greatest frame rates? No. But this direct shows Nintendo is in the game for a very good reason because they know what they're doing and for as much as they faltered on the Wii U they found a stride on the Switch and they're not stopping anytime soon.
1: I feel like people like were like, oh, there's a lot of RPGs coming. There's a lot of crap games. So I'm like, I guess you don't understand the core audience of the Switch, do you? <laughs> like, Because that's what a lot of people play on the Switch is RPGs and games like this. So, but it's more than that. The, everybody, the Switch caters to
2: everybody. It does anything it really everybody does. wants to play, except maybe hardcore sports games. Nobody's coming to Switch to play Madden or fucking NBA or NHL. NBA Sorry. plays pretty well on the Switch, honestly, and baseball.
1: While it chugs a little bit, it, it it's it's serviceable. But yeah, no one's playing Madden on the Switch. If they, made a Switch if they made a Madden Switch, I would play it. Like, let's be real. I'd
2: play it. Those are my thoughts. Calai. Uh,
0: This is a really good direct for me. I mean, Fire Emblem alone looked amazing. Zelda, amazing. Uh, you know, they gave me more expansion stuff for Xenoblade Chronicles, which I love. So, to me, this was a really good direct. I was really happy. Uh, I didn't really care much for the farming simulators, but... There was a lot of people and a lot of my friends that did and the other game we didn't talk about that also is coming out and it's very exciting for a lot of people is Factorio. I know people who bought that on PC and want to buy it on Switch just to be able to play it on the go.
2: That game has never had a price decrease.
0: (laughs) Um, Jerry plays that so thank you guys for listening if you like us you can check out our other shows we have the comic cast the 2236 our horror and of course our main show the loot bros podcast where i and joe and sometimes matt discuss general gaming uh so thank you guys for listening and we'll talk to you on the next episode